0: My name's Kate and I'm happy to be here. And your list of the podcast, happy to be here. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. I'm Happy to be here. And your list of the podcast, happy to be here. Hi guys, hello. My name's Kate and I'm happy to be here. And your list of the podcast, happy to be here. How are we doing? How are we feeling? Are we feeling okay? Feeling not so okay? Well, regardless of how you're feeling, we'll do our usual deep breath in. So we'll do a four count in. We'll hold for two, and then we'll do our four count out. So we'll do four in, and then we'll exhale. Cool, yeah. Season five, crazy, crazy. Um, 100th episode is coming up, which is also wild. I started to kind of plan for that. But yeah, I don't know. Season five's been going really well. I have a bunch of fun people coming on the show. I have returning guests. I have new guests coming on. So you guys should definitely keep listening. And speaking of new guests, I have a wonderful new guest on the show with me here today. Um, She's an Aries. She's a baddie, of course. She's on her wellness fitness journey. And of course, she's happy to be here. Welcome to the show, Sally. How are you?
1: Hello. I'm doing okay. The weather's
0: nice down here. I'm doing good. Yeah. Hi. Oh, I'm doing good. Yeah. Um, weather's nice up here too. I don't know. I found a really depressing fact the other day um that because of global warming, we're going to get the leaves changing less and less. Like the leaf colors like they won't it's like the change. best
1: part of the season.
0: I know. I know. It's like why I love fall so much and it's apparently going to stop happening like As we get older, as climate change gets worse.
1: Hmm. Okay. So next generation might not even see the lead change. Is what I'm hearing.
0: I know it makes me almost want to cry. (laughs) Like it's so sad. It's so sad. But you know, really bringing it down the mood today. But but yeah. So Sally, you're a junior in college now. How are you feeling? How are you doing?
1: You know, you hear about midterms, and it's like the same conversation. You're on like week six not actually in the middle of the term but you're still getting bombarded with exams so I'm there right now um yeah but in general just still like easing in a lot of changes happening just going with the flow or trying to at least
0: yeah it's so funny because I feel like a lot of things in school are happening sooner and sooner like I um Somebody I'm talking to right now is a teacher, and they just have their spirit week at their school. Like they teach at a high school, and they just have their spirit week. It's like September. Oh, cool. It's not. Yeah, yeah, for home for homecoming, but I feel like homecoming's usually in a, like October, at least typically. i've Never had a homecoming.
1: <gasps> at the, really? Um, yeah, my homecoming was in January.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah, team. In your oh that's so interesting did you have to dress differently then because it was did you still guys wear it like because of the weather and stuff or did you still wear dresses we still
1: wore dresses but it's just like a little silly looking walking in the snow with like a winter puffer
0: <laughs> obviously could be kind of slay but yeah not good like mobily to move around that's yeah, so interesting
1: peers in other high schools had theirs like three months four months ago
0: so that's wow funny. That's yeah, that also kind of sucks, too, because then it's like if you have people from other schools that you maybe want to go to the dance with or invite, then it's like, well, come with me in January. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. That's so interesting. Um, Well, yeah, kind of speaking of like, you know, getting older, you're a junior. We were just talking about, too, how we we met through Starbucks. Obviously, that's how we used to, you know, know each other. And when we met, you were a freshman in college, and I was my first year of graduate school, which is kind of crazy to think about.
1: These babies.
0: Little babies. And I don't know. I feel like I've been thinking a lot about, like, just kind of changing as you get older. Like, I'm literally going to be 26 and like, oh, my God. In, like, two weeks, in two weeks, I'll be 26 years old. Um, it's fine. And and just kind of thinking about like friendships and stuff and how that has changed over the years. I've just been reflecting on that in general. Um, I think friendships look different when you're like 21 or like 19, 20 versus like 24, 25. Um, I think like for me specifically too, like me and my friends used to go to frat parties and like, you know, you would just like go drinking with your friends or do all this stuff. And now I think when you get older, you kind of do different activities or you kind of change how you spend time with your friends. So for you, Sally, like how have your friendships kind of changed maybe throughout college or maybe like throughout your life, would you say?
1: You know, I think that for so long we were just focusing on like the proximity effect and you're just friends with like the people in your classes in middle school, the people in your classes in high school. Mm -hmm. And then in college, it's like, oh, all these people are different in each single class so how do we make friends but I think that you know I'm still partying I'm still in that period of life where you can still go out and it's like acceptable but I've definitely been like in some programs with graduate students mm. and then they're just telling me how they can't go to the bars because they're graduate students like it's just a totally different vibe
0: oh. being a
1: grad student at CAMS or Lion, and then seeing all the undergrads just like <laughs> and then i have to like reflect on (laughs) will this be acceptable in two years
0: (laughs) i'm having fun now and that's okay as you should (laughs) you're so young it's like that is the perfect time to be like partying it up with your friends um yeah no it's it's funny you mentioned that too because i remember like so when i went to graduate school right i was 23 23 yeah 23 and i i You know, because of COVID, I'd missed like the end of my senior year. So I still felt like, you know, super young and like went to the bars and it was super fun. And then I don't know, kind of as like I got older, I was like, you know, I was like, I can't go to the bar three nights a week. Like that's just like, it's just gonna kill me. It's literally, I'm just, I don't have that much energy anymore. So I just don't go as often. And two, I will say, cams can be fun. But like, I went there once when I wasn't like that drunk. And it was a very sobering effect. You know, the ground's really wet. People I are throwing people. up. It's it's an experience. It's an yes. experience. Um, And are you, I'm sorry, I can't remember. Are you 21 yet or no?
1: I'm not 21. <sighs>
0: that's crazy because i was gonna say i was gonna be like oh have you been to like a 21 like an up bar because it's like a different it's a whole different world truly
1: no i'm like i'm really excited because i'm from chicago mm. and the bar scene there is like all i've heard is good things but then also if all i'm used to is the bar scene here where it's like literal kids just jumping throwing up drinking i'm i'm, I'm a little afraid for like <laughs> What if I just look like an alcoholic at, <laughs> at the bars in Chicago soon? Yeah. It'll but. be like,
0: you, you'll go from like $5 blue guys to like $20 like vodka waters. Like, so you won't even have the ability. To like that get was- yeah, it's it's crazy. I went out the other day in Chicago. And I got a drink from this. I went to like this drag brunch and I got a drink. And yeah, it was like sixteen dollars. And it was like this this size. It was like this size for reference. But
1: like it has a stem, right? So it wasn't actually that big. Or was
0: it? No, it it was this big. It was a Moscow mule. It was actually kinda cute. They put a rubber ducky in it. This rubber ducky that I took home. Um, but it was like sixteen bucks. And I knew it was going to be more expensive because there was a little rubber ducky in that, But it was—I was like, "Wow, really missing those cams prices right about now." Two dollar, yeah.
1: you call it. Wow,
0: well, I'm—I'm gonna yeah.
1: can't take it for granted now. Then.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, gotta enjoy it while you can. Okay. The other crazy thing about U of I that I didn't know about before going there was like the um the bartender races. You know what I'm talking about? Competitions yeah yeah so for those of you who don't know it's like so crazy like there's a night where it's like a bartender competition race and it's like all these people who have never bartended before and they have to make the most money in a night and if they win then they get to work there and the idea kind of behind that is if the person that you know wins you can get like discounted drinks so it's a way for bars to make a lot of money in one night and i remember this is actually horrible i went on a date with this girl oh. t- to red lion on one of these bar competition nights a date to a
1: bar <laughs> in champagne
0: for i did you know i was down bad i was like you know what she's cute and fine we'll just see how it goes and i wore my little lesbian pins and let me tell you it was quite the time but i i when she told the kind of concept to me i was like oh it'll be so fun like people making fun little drinks and like i'll get to try stuff no it is like frat boys yelling at people giving like spending like hundreds of dollars this guy next to us literally bought like maybe 120 dollars worth of like alcohol like he was buying cases of Beer. Like you can't just for those of you who don't know, you cannot legally go to a bar and buy a case of beer. Like they will not do that for you. So it was just so insane to see that.
1: And there were no discounted prices then, right?
0: No, I think it was just like them trying to get the one bartender they knew to win. So they were just spending money. And also so crazy to like think of these people who have like three hundred dollars they can just spend at Red Lion. Spare. Yeah, Um, but yeah, kind of speaking of, um, so like, have you kind of been starting to do different activities with your friends as you've gotten older or like maybe kind of, you know, had maybe a deeper sense of friendship since you first started at U of I? You know,
1: that's a, that's a, mm, that's a (laughs) multifaceted question because I feel there are so many things going on that can impact like a friendship becoming deeper or like the connection and Mm. I've made some friendships for example one really good friendship and then they just had to move back home it's like Uh.
0: oh
1: fun so starting over Uh, but I feel like in general like as you do age like friendships will change in terms of like activity and connection like you're no longer just hanging out or enjoying each other because again the proximity effects you have all these classes in common or you're seeing each other in the same environment like you actually want to see this person um mm-hmm. and you want to like establish a deeper connection but yeah lately outside of like partying which I don't do all the time if that's what it sounds you know <laughs> like more girly things staying in watching movies cooking cooking is a very bonding experience
0: yeah oh that's been so fun, fun. No, it's funny you mentioned cooking, too, because me and my old roommate, Mackenzie, we started doing like dinners together. And it's really it's really wholesome and fun to like cook with somebody, especially a friend. And like me and Allie used to cook together all the time. Is there like a dish that you like to make with your friends or do you like kind of find recipes together like on TikTok or something that you want to make?
1: I'd say a lot of times it ends up being like a recipe from TikTok, but we don't say it's from TikTok. But, you know, we're all surrounded by it. But in general, like just we go grocery shopping sometimes and then it's like, oh, wouldn't this like one ingredient that we just randomly see that we've never used be super fun to use in a dish? Um lately it's been a lot of pasta. But I'm not mm-hmm. complaining. You can make pasta so, so yummy and cooking yeah. in general. It's I don't know why it's not a love language. It should be a love language.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. No, that's really cute. Yeah. I feel like too. I totally agree with you about the grocery shopping. It's so funny because me and my other roommate, Hannah, we used to go grocery shopping like once a week or once every other week. And now that we don't live together anymore, like we genuinely miss going grocery shopping together. It's just like, so nice. It's, it's, I don't know. Well, it can be kind of stressful sometimes depending on who you go with, but If you're with kind of like a chiller friend and it's just like and you kind of have a routine it can be really nice like do you like grocery shopping with your friends i do i don't know what would be stressful about it like in terms of like finding the food or (laughs) i don't know my dad like hates going in grocery stores i guess it's more fun (laughs) like older people i feel like they don't really maybe some of them do but like I feel like all the older people I know like hate grocery shopping like they don't like and I don't even by myself it can be kind of fun sometimes but with a friend I think it's like so much better
1: it's like an experience for sure but when I am alone like I get it like it feels more like a task that I have to yeah. do but no I love grocery shopping and I just need to like make sure that I eat a meal beforehand so that I'm not mm. buying everything that's like, interesting right off the bat As well you know where- you're
0: you're so wise for saying that
1: yeah <laughs> pay period too you can't you got to make sure that the next paycheck's coming
0: <laughs> yeah it's truly yeah truly so so real Sally. You're, you're saying a lot of really true things right now it was it was so painful waiting for my check for starbucks sometimes for what we got paid um yeah it's rough it's rough out there it's you know
1: we're we're just
0: i'm just a girl i'm just a girl i'm just grocery shopping trying to do my best you know something i was thinking about the before this episode was and we've kind of been already talking about it already but like proximity right you you mentioned that and how i think a lot of the friends we have when we're younger it's because they're right next to us and i think as a freshman you make so many friends and a lot of it's because of proximity. But then I think as you kind of get older, I think just in general, you don't have as many friends as when you were like younger. But like for you, do you like kind of understand what I'm saying? Like have you had friends kind of drift away just because of like different circumstances as you've just kind of gotten older?
1: Yeah, I think you let a lot of stuff go when you're younger. Um, you don't understand like you know, different situations as well as you understand them a few years into your little lifespan. So mm-hmm. I have like a really good example with a girl <laughs> where it's like we had a lot of issues in high school.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Really good friends, definitely really good friends on the outside as what you would think. But it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't really like you. And then you would just stay in that friendship thinking, that that's probably like how friendships work, and now you're older. This, we went to the same college, we're still friends, and it's like, okay, you know, now I can understand like this isn't suiting me, so why would I mm-hmm. stay in this type of dynamic? So, I think it's been easier to let people go as I get older. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if, especially like finding yourself, like stuff and people are not always gonna like match your energy or be on the same same wavelength as you and that's just like different connections like they probably have people compatible with them and i'm gonna find people that you know don't talk shit about me for some reason
0: (laughs) you know so real talking about the girl friendships because it's just so interesting the dynamics they can create and i think you brought up a really good point like when you're younger You don't really have like a model for friendship like we kind of see it in like movies and tv shows and stuff but i think it's kind of like relationships sometimes like sometimes you don't have like a model to look to to know like oh is this like okay is this normal like when i was younger like my my parents didn't really have many close friends or anything so like i didn't really i kind of was just making friends on my own and i didn't used to get my friends like birthday presents or anything like obviously when i was a kid at birthday parties but i don't know for for some reason when i got when i was in high school and stuff it just wasn't really like a thing and then when i got in college i was like oh like people give each other gifts like people and i know that sounds probably weird to say but i don't know it just like growing up like i just didn't really see like Friends give like older, like adults and like kids like our age, people our age giving each other presents. <laughs> and that's one of my love languages is I just love giving gifts. And I think that has kind of changed me in friendship. You know, like now I love to get my friends birthday gifts or just gifts if I, you know, have the financial means. So
1: yeah, and I think that's interesting because a lot of the stuff I realize that I like, it's because mm-hmm. I've received it and I want to give yeah. that same feeling to someone else. So like I'm the yeah. same way with it's like I want to find a gift that I think you would really enjoy because someone gave me a gift that I really enjoyed and yeah and appreciate it and also I love you in parentheses
0: (laughs) that's so cute yeah no I feel like it's just so it's the feeling of getting a gift from somebody who loves you that is just so perfectly you it's just such a good fe- it makes me feel so seen and loved
1: Oh, like, remember that i that i did this and i told you i like yeah
0: <laughs> yeah it's just so nice like my one of my best friends mackenzie she got me this print i'm looking at it right now for my birthday uh last year and it was just and I feel like, too, with art, it could be kind of a toss up, like, you know, I feel like I don't know all my friends and what they like, but she got me this print and I loved it like so much. And I put it on my wall and every time I look at it, I'm like, oh, Mackenzie knows me so well. It's just just wonderful. Um, female friendships. I think it can be kind of a little toxic sometimes, just kind of the way things are. You kind of alluded to it, your experience with it. As you've gotten older, have you still kind of encountered that kind of like toxic behavior in other like friends who are also girls or? I th-
1: think I have f- found a pattern within myself. So that's obviously pretty recent because I'm still in undergrad. Yeah. But a lot of the dynamics that have like followed me have been similar because I'm a people pleaser mm. or at least like heavy people pleaser past tense. We're working on it. Um, so it's like you know i I do like some qualities of about you, and I'm not gonna tell you the qualities I don't like because i don't I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to not be in a good space with you. so I would just like not say anything, but I think it's definitely it's definitely a me thing too, so mm. patterns that you have to realize. but honestly, I found some really, really good female friendships and I think it's just, like, compatibility at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And if you know yourself really, really well, and, you know, you're always meeting yourself, a new version of yourself every day. You're, like, changing, growing, but you know, like, what's best for you and what connects best with the person you are, Yeah. which is a good thing. You don't have to, like, deal with people in the past that didn't match your energy.
0: Yeah. I think that's a really good point. And I I really am so happy for you too. I think I just love friendship and I just don't think we prioritize it enough, you know, in society. So I think it's just so wonderful to hear that you've made some really great friends. I don't know. I just, I'm happy for you, but kind of, you know, speaking of relationships and, you know, people and stuff, I wanted to talk about, you know, situationships today with you because, you know, I think it's just relevant and it's, situationships are just so interesting to me for for so many reasons. Um, but I think there's like different stages of a situationship. Like, you know, you have the beginning and then, you know, the middle-ish and then it's kind of like a weird ending. Like, what about you? Do you have like stages, have you noticed of like situationships? <laughs> Yeah
1: I feel like if you have to engage in a situationship at any point in your life I am so sorry you are a victim you are a victim I'm so sorry I you know I was just in my little bubble before Mm -hmm. all this and then I like get out the bubble and I'm like this is the dating pool this is the dating pool guys but it definitely starts off with like it tends to be like a mutual connection and usually Mm -hmm. someone's love bombing at least in my experience and you're like oh this person's really into me Mm -hmm. and if you were maybe in a better headspace, you'd understand that that's probably unhealthy because you don't know each other well enough but they're very very invested yeah but of course I'm never like that because why wouldn't someone like me why would they not insisting second <laughs> stage I think
0: <laughs> no I do the same thing it's so funny I'm talking about love bombing on my show with my friend Mackenzie because we were just talking about it and it's like it's like yeah why wouldn't somebody be like in love with, with me within like a week of knowing me like why would they not you know um and it's hard to tell like with love bombing too sometimes because i think we have such a warped idea of intimacy in our generation like i don't know if you saw this tiktok but it was this it was this creator amira i think their name is and They were like, you know, I don't think it's that crazy me to want to text back if somebody comes in me. Like they were like, I don't think that's really that bad to me, for me to want that. And you know, I agree, (laughs) I think, I think (laughs) it's- (laughs) I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, no, the beginning is kind of like a lot of affection and then it's like, and then it gets like weird because there's always somebody or maybe both people who like don't want to make the commitment or like they don't want to talk about the commitment, you know?
1: Yeah, I was just going to say like second stage is like transferring more into like some pulling back from that like initial intense (laughs) energy. And it's usually one-sided for sure. Um, Like one, okay, my experience again, like I received the big love bombing and I'm like, wait, okay. I don't have to match your energy, but I feel really comfortable because you love me understandable okay let me get let, let me match but then they pull back and it's like oh I'm so sorry and then you want to label a third stage you're like well, let's let's see what, what are we what what is this communication no wait we're just having fun what is fun to you to me fun isn't sleeping in someone else's bed for fun but that's their version of fun and they're never going to like give you you a def definitive answer, which and then you're like, wait, but th- this connection's really good and they're a really good person and they wouldn't hurt me. So I'll stay here.
0: And now you're in a situation ship <laughs> It's so funny because it's like I like what you said about the fun, because it's like, who is this fun for? Like who what is this fun? When is the fun gonna start happening? Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. It was so funny, like the first situationship I got into with a girl it was like I put myself and at the time she identified as a girl now they use they them pronouns but at the time you know I put myself out there I said I wanted to date them and they told me no because they wanted to go to school and then they were like but I still want to talk and I want to write love letters to each other and I want to do this and I'm like in my head I'm like okay so you don't want to date me but you want all the things that come with dating without this label. Um, that doesn't seem fair. And then I stayed, you know, because I was nineteen. Nope. How old was I? I was twenty. I was twenty-two. I was twenty-two. Yeah, nineteen. Nineteen in lesbian years, though. Nineteen in lesbian years, because you know the girls just be tripping me up. But yeah. I feel like it kind of, like you said, it kind of becomes like, okay, where is this going? And then you're just kind of like in it, you know? Yeah, especially coming from like
1: a very committed dynamic just a few months back. That is that is what I'm used to. But let me tell you about this particular situation. I would love to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> no, please. I'm still currently confused. So... <laughs> If this comes out soon, like, I'll let you know the update. (laughs) This is so embarrassing. There is this person. Okay. I totally reach out to them randomly because I need an entry to this event. And they're part of the event. And then we start talking, blah, 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 blah. This person, (laughs) this person keeps keeps talking to me. And I'm, like, getting invested, you know, like, wow, we like Mm -hmm. the same things. We're into the same things. You know, never really been in the relationship with the same culture, same background. So, this Mm -hmm. is like perfect. I'm like imagining a family of four. (laughs) Oh no, you're in the trenches. (laughs) 20 years from now, and it's looking good. And now all of a sudden, (laughs) I'm like, this is going really good. And I can't really talk to multiple people at once. Mm -hmm. So, I'm like, hey.
0: Oh.
1: I want to give you like respectful, a respectful, you know, like de- debrief here. Like I'm talking to other people, but I don't want to talk to other people. I just want to talk to you. And then they're like, "I'm not ready for a relationship." And then two weeks later, the, the energy continues, and I'm like, "Okay, where are you at now?" And he's like, "Okay, I'm ready for a relationship, but if I'm dating someone, it needs to be." I need to be able to see them as, like, a partner in marriage. And I'm like, okay, so he basically just said he doesn't see me long-term. And I'm like, I stepped out.
0: Good for you. (laughs) For now. (laughs) now.
1: (laughs) You know I had to unblock them once I got on campus. That's just silly little me. You know, that's, you know what, Sally, we all be doing those things, you know? it's It happens so many so many signs and I'm like I'm
0: <laughs> and also- you're like I'm gonna keep going <laughs> guys
1: blind I'm just getting led on by the blind blind leading blind but yeah <laughs> and I didn't feel bad because I'm single and I'm young and okay like I know this is never gonna work out but at least I can have fun and then they started like giving me more like romantic energy and I'm mm. out. I'm just there for the fun. Yeah, and so now I don't know where it's going. So that's my story.
0: Oh, you're still talking to them? Still currently. Oh, Sally, like, you're in the trenches.
1: I am, and it's very much, like, bedroom-focused. <laughs> they'll, they'll send the weirdest texts, and I'm just like, why am I, like, if a friend was telling me this, I would just, like, side-eye and then tell them to block you know <laughs> you know when you're deep, deep down in the foolery, it's like you can't back out,
0: oh, hey, literally CEO of you know the foolery, um yeah, I it's funny too i oh this always happens to me because I'll be like, I'll just do it for fun. You're like, this will be so fun. It's never fun, it's never fun. Ever. I've learned, I've learned this so many times, like my ex-girlfriend that ended horribly. I was like, man, I'll just get a girlfriend for fun. It'll be so fun. The last person I talked to who is like a little, "Mm, that was horrible. The same thing. I was like, this will be so fun. I'm so young. Like I'll just talk to somebody and you know what? Sometimes it's not fun (laughs) is what I'm learning, but sometimes it is. So I will say very confusing for someone to switch up that they weren't ready to date to wanting to date within two weeks and then all of a sudden marriage is on the table that's a pretty big change I would say
1: yeah at some point we were like really good best friends apparently yeah Yeah.
0: that's another
1: very short time span so
0: when did this start happening probably may of this year oh wow yeah that's quick but yeah situationships it's so interesting too because i've had so many different kinds of them like i've had ones that like feel like they're in a relationship and some of them get so intense like emotionally like i had this one person basically trauma dump on me all the time because there's no like boundaries I feel like in a situationship because it's such a vague thing in general like have you kind of had the issue with like boundaries and situationships
1: yeah and I think it's very similar to like the love bombing because you have no boundaries as you're saying it's like okay let me just use hopefully they're not thinking in this way but let me just use this opportunity to you know just let it all out and yeah. yeah, it's really unhealthy, honestly, but I've definitely been in there and it's like, okay, well, I'm getting to know you more as a person. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Didn't mean to. I did not need to know your dad left you at five. Um, <laughs> like, oh my God. You shouldn't be telling you, sh- you. should. Like, have you, have you tried a therapist? It's really, you know.
0: So real for that. You're so real for that. A therapy. Some of these people really do need it. Like, let me get you a voucher, babe. You know what I mean? Like, let me help you. Because just being too real. Especially it's like, you're not even my girlfriend, boyfriend, partner. Like you like, I do not need to know this information if we're not together, you know?
1: Yeah. And I don't know. There's definitely like some something there behind it if you haven't initiated any of that energy. So that person definitely has to resolve some things or deal with some, you know, inner inner growth stuff. But hey, do we do we ever leave in that moment? Probably we probably we probably stayed. We probably stayed.
0: I can't and I did stay. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I I feel like though for me, I'll get, I'll hit a breaking point at some point. And then I'm like, and then I know I gotta go. And then I, and then I usually stay gone, but sometimes there was this one person I talked to I ended my situationship. And then a year later we started dating again and then we almost dated and then that ended. So yeah, it happens. It happens to the best of us, basically. If you've experienced a situationship, you're not alone we're here for you. You are a victim. Just know. Phone Focus in. Then there's relationships. And then there's also breakups. Um, You know, we're friends. I know you. I know you recently went through like a breakup. So like, how are you kind of handling that? Like, how are you doing with all those things? So
1: we're nearing October. Um, it's fall. And I think I'm at a good place in terms of like Following the relationship that I was in, mm-hmm. but let me tell you, April, April May was not. It mm-hmm. was not the time for me. Um, first of all, it was my birthday, so everything. I mean, everything <sighs> leading up to it. You know, it's like your birthday in a week, and you're like, it's "My birthday in a week." And it, it's really good, and then one week later, you're coming back home, and then yeah. you get a text like, "Hey, we should," talk. and you're like, "Whoa." So that's how it happened. Um, really, 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 really funny story. Yeah, it came out of nowhere um, for me. So I was definitely caught off guard because of that. And it was that much harder to deal with because mm-hmm. I didn't expect it and I didn't know where it came from. So I did need like a lot of support and a lot of time to recuperate myself. I didn't yeah. feel a good space for a really long time. Mm-hmm. But I'm really grateful that, you know, the semester was ending and summer was around the corner. So I would move back home. I went back Mm -hmm. home, spent time with my family, spent time with friends, and then have to deal with, like, the stress of academics, at least um, after, you know, finals. And dang. Yeah, I think I'm, like, a totally different person because that Mm -hmm. really, like, switched everything around for me. Yeah yeah it was his lowest point you can be oh. at that was probably me and oh, you know what sorry. I would always think oh why are people so upset after a breakup <laughs> guys troops, <laughs> I see it now I see it yeah so sorry but yeah, yeah.
0: um Well, thank you first for sharing that, you know, and like wanting to come on and talk about this. I, you know, I think it's really not only relatable, but I just appreciate you, you know, sharing that. But yeah, I remember at your birthday party, you were telling me some of that. And I don't know, it's the worst when it comes out of nowhere. I remember my ex-girlfriend, when she broke up with me, it was very out of the blue. Like, I knew things were going on with her, but I i didn't realize that would mean like the end of our relationship and it was it was it's horrible it's horrible and i agree i used to feel the same way like breakup songs never used to like bother me or make me sad before i got before you know i broke up with someone and then someone dumped me um and it's weird like it i feel like like you said everything kind of changes i think you understand like love in a different way because it's like when everything's good and it's your first relationship like it's so hopeful and fun and great and then when it ends you're like oh, like this is why people don't do these <laughs> this is why people don't date you know so I'm I'm so happy that you feel you're in a better place now and you know doing better because you deserve that you know you deserve to be happy and to you know live your best life and be your best self so I, you know we've all been through it too i feel like everybody who's listening can relate to that you know it's just horrible it's a horrible yeah. feeling you're like
1: so down mentally and it's like oh my god this person had me like that that's crazy you don't realize oh, yeah. how much significance that relationship and how much um, that relationship was like shaping your everyday life mm-hmm. It's also like that change in routine as well, like your actual physical day to day life, which is crazy.
0: Oh yeah, because you go from talking to somebody every day all the time to nothing. It's crazy. It's still still bonkers to me. Um, but yeah. So speaking of, so is that kind? That's kind of why you started your fitness and wellness journey was just because of like the consequence of that, or just like maybe just realizing things about yourself, or.
1: Yeah, I think um, for a really long time, I was like, really, I would always make comments in the relationship about mm-hmm. myself. And then that person would remind me like, hey, you can just do this. And I'm like, it's not that easy. Like, I literally can't get out of bed sometimes. <laughs> how yeah. do you, how am I supposed to go to the gym every day and like start a routine um, and maintain that structure? But then after that, it was just like, okay, well, my priorities right now are just me Me and me instead of like me and someone else and all their needs, Mm -hmm. so you know, I was able to like focus on those things that I was like kind of pushing away because I knew I had that safety net at the end of the day. Like, okay,
0: Mm.
1: I don't need to focus on my well being, I don't need to focus on physical insecurities because someone's always going to be there for Mm. me to like comfort me in whatever moments of or lack of confidence that I have. But then, yeah, um, I went to the gym. I tried it out once. And it was with my mom. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, I felt a pump. I felt a pump, you know, like doing yeah. some like leg curls. And I was like, this is really fun. And I started like liking stuff on TikTok about the gym. So I started getting more stuff on TikTok about the gym. Oh, obviously. cool. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. <laughs> and then I wanted to be a muscle mommy. Because I'm like, how powerful would I be as a muscle mommy?
0: You really would popular. be literally indestructible, Sally. Like, I think I could, I love I this for you.
1: I this once.
0: Me? Yeah, this was I way back
1: you- the relationship. You were like,
0: you could be a muscle mommy. <laughs> I remember this. I stand There's by that it. Feels- I, do, I do stand by that. I think you would be such a slay with muscle mommy. Like I do. Um, yeah. And Antu, I love, Well, I love women, but I love women who like work out and go to the gym and do it just for them. I think it's so cool and fun. And um, the person I'm talking to, um, they like lift weights and stuff. And I'm like, that's so cool and hot. And like, I started working out too, because like, like you said, I feel like at the end of the day, it's like, there's just, you got to prioritize yourself. And I think too, really helps with the mental health stuff, you know, just getting out there yeah.
1: I would go to the gym and maybe I would have like all these racing thoughts. This was in the summer so I had an internship. I had mm-hmm. just got over a breakup. I'm like dealing with these people that don't know what they want and it's like okay, I would go to the gym and everything would just stop cuz I'm like really in tune with like my body at that time you put a good like Mm -hmm. pump playlist and it's just Mm -hmm. really fun For I think it's like a good two hours that I would spend at the gym back home can't have that here um unfortunately but I'm yeah but it's definitely very soothing um I get how people see it as a hobby now obviously I never saw that before this is my Guys, you can't be judgmental and you have to be open-minded. <laughs> I would
0: always be like,
1: Why are these people gym rats? You know what? They were onto something.
0: I see. Yeah. That. I I agree. I feel like I used to kind of be like, oh, I don't like the gym. And then I i started working out as a freshman in college, but I was doing it all wrong. I was I didn't and this is before TikTok and stuff. Like I didn't have a wealth at my disposal of information. So I would like so embarrassing. I would do cardio, then I do abs, then I would like lift with the bar, and then I would do squats, and I would literally like fuck up my back all the time, and so I had to stop. I was like, I literally, and you're not supposed to do that, guys. Just for those of you who do workout, you're supposed <laughs> to like you know rest a group of your muscles, like maybe do arms one day, legs the next day. If you're doing your whole body, it's what you're focusing on. So you know, it lesson learned, but like you said, I think it can be like a good routine too. And I think routines can be so important, especially after a breakup or just like, if you have a new change in your life, like I got a new job and I was like, I need to do something like active, like I need to do something. So I think that's cool that you're into, you know, working out and stuff now. Well, so a new segment I've been doing on my show guys is I've been, I love music. Like it's just always been like, a big part of who I am and I love making playlists. It's also part of who I am. And, you know, I knew Sally was gonna come on. I knew we were gonna talk about breakups at some point. And so I wanted to talk about, you know, what's on your ultimate breakup playlist, right? Cause there's so many different vibes of breakup songs. So Sally, what are your like 10 songs that you have for your breakup playlist?
1: Okay, so there's like a variation of like, you know, sweat. undertones in this. But <laughs> start with Miss SZA. Of course. Her song, 20-something. Um, <sighs> I would play that back and forth after the breakup. Just because not only did the a- action come out of nowhere, but it left me in the middle of nowhere. And that's exactly mm. what the song is talking about. Like, mm. now I'm just 20-something. And... <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so real it's such a real song you know like you don't have that safety net anymore and now you actually have
1: uncertainty just like looming all ahead of you it's, it's a really nice feeling
0: it's so fun i love breakups my favorite feel so happy about them. <gasps> so what else is on your playlist So I actually just found this song recently and I've been listening to it on repeat and it's called bite the hand it's by boy genius. And it's so good. There's a line in there that I've just been thinking about so much. It's like, here's like the best part of me distilled for you. And to me, I feel like, cause basically the song is about like, I can't, like, you can't love, I can't love you how you love me and vice versa. And it's like, I feel like we kind of compress ourselves and make ourselves digestible for our partners sometimes. And I don't know. I've just been, I've just been listening to that so much. But what about you? What do you got?
1: Yeah. So I have Olivia Rodrigo next. For- <gasps> yes. Yeah. It's not angsty though. This is not one of her angsty songs. This is one oh, of sad. Her- Sad songs, yes. It's so real. enough for you. So mm-hmm. by the title, you can tell what it can be about. Um, you know, <laughs> one of the lines is like, you say I'm never satisfied. I don't think that's true because all I ever wanted was to be enough for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, you're left wondering like, okay, what could I have done better? Or why mm. couldn't I have been at a level where you wouldn't have left? Mm-hmm. So, I was obviously playing this song on repeat, um, just to get through the feelings, just to feel the emotions a little deeper than I already was. <laughs> it's Oliver Rodrigo. she's amazing,
0: oh, so true, so real. That's a good one. Um, my song is called "I don't Recognize You" by new Dad um you know, it's what the song says um, it's just like you've turned into this person who I don't really know. And I think I listened to this one on repeat for my ex-girlfriend when she dumped me, um, you know, and there's some mental health, kind. you can kind of tell by the lyrics too, there might be some mental health issues going on with the other partner. And to me, it was just really relatable to my situation. Um, this is so embarrassing. When I was in quarantine, I used to make these little music videos like musically? No, no, like I would try to do like a narrative and I did a little music <laughs> to, to this song cuz I was so sad. Sally, so, like, it was a different time. I had no
1: Even Oh. You being a child looking out the window, it's raining and pretending to be Yeah.
0: Room. Yeah, it was like that. That's it was giving. <laughs> it was giving it was giving like, wow, I have no awareness that other people are perceiving me and like embarrassment doesn't exist. That was my vibe of 2020 hey you're um, a hobby you know and it's not a hobby <laughs> i do anymore um what about what about you what's next on your playlist
1: next on my playlist is sola by jessie reyes mm. um she mostly does do or does sing english music but this one is in spanish actually Oh, cool which is because you know i'm trying to like find i would try to find stuff that didn't remind me of that old relationship and mm-hmm. you know it's in Spanish hey um it just reminded me of my culture my identity before him mm-hmm. before this person um but also this song it's actually kind of really deep and personal um mm-hmm. instead of just like a general breakup um trope oh cool so this is like lines translates to I'm missing a lot of things and I need a lot more things. I can never satisfy you. Um, and you can't take me home to mom. Home to mom. Wow. Let me tell you, I was in that relationship fighting for my life. I'm like, no. I'm just brown girl. I am just a brown girl. And this is like, he, his family was very well off, you know, I would go to his place. And it's like, I would get asked like, hey, what are you doing with your life? And I'm just like, you know, going with the flow in reality, but I'd ha- i feel like I had to amplify where I was at because yeah. I didn't want to like portray myself as someone that wasn't worthy of like this family's you know son. Yeah. So yeah, that was a really fun experience.
0: Oh,
1: like song. Do listen. Do listen. Do listen.
0: <laughs> it's so hard with like families too in relationships. I think ugh, it just. It's a whole mess, but I don't know that. Uh, I'm sorry you went through that. It fucking sucks, but I'm glad you know. This is what breakup playlists are for. It's like fuck you. Also, I'm so sad. Also, let's move on. That's like quintessential, quintessential breakup. Um, my next one is "What Goes Around Comes Around" by Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm. Um, I just really do believe in karma. I really do. What's next on your playlist? Next
1: is Mr. Frank Ocean, Ivy. Yes, this one yeah. on repeat all the time. Um, One of the lines is like, we didn't give a fuck back then. I'm not a kid anymore. We'll never be those kids again. And I'm just, <sighs> you know, when I say, oh, yeah, this relationship was almost two years. To me, that's like not a lot of time. But yeah. then I just like dive back and look at. Literally, I've only been here for 20 years. So that's, like, a good chunk of my life, a good fraction of my life. Yeah. And I was such a different person, you know, coming into college than I was leaving my sophomore year at, um, out of this relationship. So I'm just, like, it just it's a song that allows you to, like, reminisce on, like, those good moments.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Understand that, like, there is still love there, but oh, it is yeah, over, so... I play.
0: I would play this song. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's so <laughs> real. Oh, well, you know, I yeah, I dated a guy for two years when I was your your age, and it was like the same thing. It is a big portion of your life, I think, especially when you're dating young too, because you've only lived so much. When versus when you get older, it's like a year or two years isn't that big of a deal. But when you're young, it's pretty significant, you know. Yeah. Um, So for me, I have Miss Taylor Allison Swift next picture to burn. Um, It's just so good. It's so good. And, you know, love a little slight homophobia that she put in there that I think is so funny. (laughs) She's like, what does she say? And I'll tell your friends you're gay or whatever. Yeah, I'll tell my friends you're gay. Just, you know, it's just so iconic, honestly. and it's funny to me but it's also just like a good song it's like a good it's like a Carrie Underwood you know like the I took my key into the side of his and like it's like yeah that's a good I should put that on there but yeah
1: I think that was her first album that wasn't her yeah. first album, right? I was like it was listening to the song on my tv yelling it totally not knowing the context super oh good. yeah
0: oh yeah quintessential like fifth grade like (laughs) angst of like heartbreak that you have no idea what you're talking about you know
1: yeah that's exactly yeah i would just pretend i've been in like several relationships
0: Mm -hmm. of course as one Uh, does
1: the next song for me alicia cara Mm. Queen. okay now i'm realizing a lot of these aren't angsty it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's like sadness around here. Just <laughs> sadness. Um, <laughs> this song is called Out of Love by Lisa Cara. And okay. as you can tell by the song, um, it's like a narration, a narrative that she's singing about um, where did things all go wrong? Mm. At what point in the relationship did you fall out of love? Yeah. So I would sing this song because and listen to the song a lot, but especially in the shower, I'd just be like blasting the song. So I, it really perfectly resonated with what I was feeling. Um, a lot of the reason why I couldn't let go was because I was still so confused and so attached. Mm. And I couldn't understand how someone else could not be in that same place. It's usually like you're in the same place in a relationship. You should be. So
0: confusion, but really good song. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, for me, it's called If I Were You by Claude they're actually the first non-binary artist I ever found. And it was the wow. song that was their first song. And it's such a good song. It's such a, like a, it's like a, wow, I'm the worst. So if I were you, I would dump me. Cause I'm so terrible. Like that's, it's literally like, it's like a not strong enough vibes from boy genius. It's literally the lyrics are like, um, if I were you, I'd hate me too. And I feel like, um, you know, I've broken up with people before and it's not it's like damn yeah if I were you I wouldn't like me either and that's the vibes so
1: Okay, well, <laughs> you're relating that part. I'm amazing. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but I feel yeah, most of these songs that I'm like um that are in this playlist I just mm-hmm. chose from this recent breakups and since I was cool. dumped very sad oriented. Yeah. You know? But next one, You Were Good To Me by Jeremy Zucker. Um again, you can tell by the title. You Were Good To Me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I wish I could choose like those angsty sad no, not angsty, angsty mad songs. And it's like Yeah. It's fine, dump me. Or and the relationship <laughs> But really, like, there was nothing, it's much harder to move on from a relationship when there was nothing toxic or majorly toxic. I've seen a lot of, like, toxic And, you know, it it just wasn't the case. Um, We were both good to each other, especially, like, I don't know what they can say about me, but them, their energy towards me, nothing like I've seen before, I think. Um, They definitely taught me a lot of how I should be treated. Wow, extra- yeah.
0: I mean, that's lovely though. Like a good breakup, or like somewhat, oh. you know. I'm not calling that a good breakup. Oh. But it
1: was good. It was a good relationship.
0: <laughs> yeah, good relate. Okay, good relationship
1: breakup. Oh, I mean, yeah, it wasn't a it wasn't a toxic breakup either. If that's what you mean. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I've had my my fair share of those. Maybe that's why mine are more <laughs> angsty. My next son is kind of like sad. This song is, like, quintessential, like, when, how old was I? This is, like, my ex-boyfriend when I broke up with him. Although he likes to tell everybody that he broke up with me. So he's a liar. Um, It's called Circles by Post Malone. Uh, it sounds oh. really quick. It's super corny, but it's, like, I listened to that song on repeat for weeks. Because it was, like, because it was just so toxic. And um, we were arguing all the time. And it just was, like, we were just going in circles. Like, we would just argue and argue and argue about the same things and it was just like the worst and i don't know it just was horrible and but at the time you know when you're breaking up with somebody you're so sad and then you start reflecting on some of the things and you're like oh wow like i put up with this i endured that like that was horrible so you know we we move on from it through music so
1: thank you for adding Posty on that list very (laughs) very Next for me, Camila Cabello. I have questions. Okay, so you're basically getting like the energy of my whole relationship just off <laughs> because. No, who who doesn't have questions like just being left a week after yeah. your, your birthday? So this man buys me, buys me. Okay, this is like, I felt so loved and seen on my birthday. Yeah, and obviously I'm playing this song because. I it made me wonder like what what were they feeling on my birthday a week before when did these feelings start and it's mm-hmm. like you know all the times we hung up before then there was no no way I could have like guessed that they were feeling a certain way.
0: Wow. And,
1: yeah. So Camila Cabello, I mean, this is a sad song, but her vocals are so amazing. Mm-hmm. Like they're so intense and deep that they really like make you allow you to feel what she's singing and saying. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow, yeah, oh, cool! you love that uh, for me, Promises by beach Bunny um nice. it's so good, uh, the lyrics are just so amazing. One of my favorite lines, um, let me pull it up, oh god, beach bunny it's so good it's um uh like a part of me still wants you a part of me wants to fall asleep while we were all alone in your bedroom you came like a reoccurring dream a part of me still hates you how could you love someone and leave when you're all alone in your bedroom do you ever think of me and this was just like i used to listen to this all the time after my breakup with my ex-boyfriend like it was just repeat 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 because he also started dating somebody like long-term serious a month after we broke up and we had dated for two years. So I was like, do you like think about me when you're literally in your bedroom that <laughs> I came and visited you two and that you share with somebody else?
1: Um, When I hear timelines like that, I, mm-mm, mm-mm, red flags. It's often. no good. But that's in the past and that's a man, so
0: so true i just you know we move on
1: yes and next one this one's in spanish it's Ooh, called okay. Frágil. it translates to fragile okay by Yaritza y um, basically the chorus surrounds around the idea that this person it has a fragile heart and if they didn't have a fragile heart, like the person that dumped them, they probably wouldn't be feeling this way. So mm-hmm. especially being in Spanish, again, noting back mm-hmm. to like what I was saying earlier, like I didn't want to feel connected to anything that I did or that we um, that like kind of allowed us to be compatible. And uh, yeah. like language was a big factor because, um, you know, they're white. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, so, totally. so I was just
1: blasting it. In Spanish, I'm singing in Spanish, and this is the only song I think on here that really like paints the picture of like victim and perpetrator type of trope. Even mm-hmm. though that wasn't the case, but you know, yeah. you want to like you did me, you did me really, really, really wrong. And this was the this is the one song. It's like if I didn't have, if I wasn't so sensitive, I wouldn't be feeling this way, and I wouldn't have gotten so attached to feel this way. Um, so. The, <laughs> There's that, Fragile Little Heart.
0: Mm. Oh, fragile Little Heart. Oh. My next is a classic, Motion Sickness by Phoebe Bridgers. Mm. This is definitely an antagonist song. It's just so good. It's such a good song. I listen to it all the time in general, but I, I feel like it's just, I get in these cycles of like, wow, I'm just so sick of this. Like I almost put "Love Sick" by Beach Bunny on here and it's the same song. It's like, or similar songs like, I'm just in this like i'm literally just sick from like what i just went through and i'm so sick of like doing this thing so i don't know good song though <laughs> it is okay. what about you what's next on your list no because i don't want to
1: like dive too much into it but dang did i feel sick the ability to get out of bed
0: was horrible oh yeah nauseous i i accidentally lost so much weight after my ex-girlfriend and i broke up because i just physically couldn't eat like i lost so much weight accidentally and i even i had no sort of awareness of it like i was just so depressed and sick like i just so sick um and you know that's also on me i think I put myself in a situation where I shouldn't have been in a relationship either. And, you know, we never want to get to that kind of sadness and sickness again. Obviously, you're still going to be sick and nauseous after a breakup in general. But for me, it was like, whoa, like we need to be so careful, Kate, what we do, <laughs> what we do and who we spend time with, you know? Mm. Oh, was a toxic relationship dynamic? Yeah, I've had two of them so far. So. So fun, so fun. What about you, what's next? (laughs) (laughs) We're getting, we're like, oh, here's our like little sons.
1: Anyways, this is what
0: we went through. (laughs) The next
1: song is Mientras Me Curo Del Corazon, or Del Cora, which is Mm -hmm. While I Heal My Heart. This song, um, or this album by Carol G. Please tell me you know Carol G.
0: You've heard of her. (sighs) Please let me look it. Let me look it up. Let me look it up. I don't want to fail you. Oh, yeah, I've heard of her.
1: She headlined Lollapalooza this past summer. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, first Latin artist to do so. Congrats! Oh, Kongi. hell yeah! But this album came out around mid-April, which is right when you know I went through this, this breakup. One? The album is called "Tomorrow Will Be Beautiful." And this song is called While I Heal My Heart. Mm -hmm. So it's all just detailing, like I'm like switching the whole vibe around because this is when I'm like, I would hear this song trying to lift my mood. Like I'd be in Mm -hmm. such a down space. Yeah. But you know, this was mid-April again. So I'm in the middle of like study season, finals. Mm -hmm. So I have to keep going, unfortunately. This is the beginning and it's a sample from Don't Worry, Be Happy. Yeah, so she samples that song that's really popular, Um, and yeah, the main gist of the song is like, life gets better. I have the support system. I have my family. I have my friends, and I'll be fine. Tomorrow's gonna be beautiful, and while I'm healing my heart, so it's a little healing song, and she's amazing. Came at a perfect time for my little journey in April.
0: Yeah, Um, I love that. Well, I have the complete opposite vibe for my next pick. <laughs> um, it's called How Could You Do This To Me by Maggie Lind- Linderman and Keelan Quinn, who actually is the main singer in Sleeping With Sirens, which is like, kind of like a heavy metal band. It's such a good song. Like, it's like kind of like angsty, poppy. It's just so good. It's just so good. And it's just like, it's like... You'll never get away from me. Like, it's just like, it's very much vibes of like, fuck you. Like, you can't escape what you did to me, and I'm gonna like, yeah, which was like, very much and I found this on recently. Far. Yeah. What about you? What's What's your last pick on your playlist?
1: I, was, I just wanted to pause there. Maggie <laughs> is... <laughs> Maggie is... She is mm-hmm. gorgeous, gorgeous. Um, oh, so name.
0: hot. So hot, so cool, obsessed.
1: Literally. But the last song is, again, like Turnaround. It's So Long by Anise. I actually Mm. went to see them in the summer. They also had released a new album around this time. And I got to take a picture with him. It was so fun, meet and greet. Um, But yeah, this one, again, is more about healing. Mm -hmm. One of the lyrics is... It's okay to admit that you feel like shit, even if your life seems okay. Mm. Healing is an uphill climb. Everything's going to be fine. Again, like, you probably hear these things, like, after breakup, you're just hearing, like, the most – you're generally hearing, like, surface-level things that you would think otherwise. Yeah, But it's just, like, it's not clicking because you're just Mm. in the middle of all these emotions. But hearing it in a song and a little bit – and repeating the song – had me in that mindset that that it was gonna get better and it has to get better but also life is just like a marathon and it's filled with ups and downs and this is just a little bump in the journey and there's a lot ahead there is a lot yeah
0: i love that um so mine is called i hope you're miserable until you're dead
1: It's
0: but, uh, <laughs> this, yeah. It <this> set. <laughs> it does. Um I've had a lot of like uh bitter breakups, very like horrible terms, like um I my ex-girlfriend like threatened me on social media that she was going to come beat me up. So like, you know, it's been brutal. So I feel like I've never I've like had situationships that have ended amicably and that's been fine, but like in terms of like serious like i called her my girlfriend or i called them my boyfriend or whatever like i've had bad situations so for me it's very much like you know i genuinely do wish them well like to my core uh like i don't (laughs) i feel like i i do deep down but i do still feel i feel like anger sometimes and i feel resentment and this song is just so good too. Like it's got like a good rock edge to it. And I like listening to a lot of rock when I'm going through a breakup and the lyrics in this are so good. It's like, it's very bitter though. It's like, I hope you never fall in love again. I hope you be yourself and lose your friends. Uh, I hope they call you out for shit. You said, Um, I hope you're haunted by all your regrets. I hope they fuck you up inside your head. You know, I don't forgive and I don't forget. I hope you're miserable until you're dead. Um, and i I think there is kind of power in that, like you being yourself, like you will just leave live, live a miserable life because I do think there's some people who are just want to be unhappy and who cause a lot of unhappiness, and it's like that's like you do that to yourself. like don't bring me down with you. so but there is I do like your message. there is hope afterwards, and there is healing. like I think I've healed, it sounds like you're healing. And I think that's the best part, you know? You we live these lives, we date these people, we learn from them, and then we keep living and being ourselves, you know? And I think you do learn something after each relationship, whether it was good or bad or whatnot. So there's more to look forward to.
1: Yeah. And it's so hard on like diving off track, but it's so hard like receiving that message that you're talking about. Um, mm. you know, learning stuff and that realm of things and knowing that there's like a sense of immaturity out there and then it it all gets so blurry like you're all of a sudden engaging in it and you don't want to but also like life is short
0: (laughs) yeah well i definitely was very immature in my both my breakups to some degree i think it brains it out in you because it's like oh yeah it's so horrible and you just want other people to know and now I'm way more mature. Like I would never act like I did, but I do kind of revel in like, like a little bit in like, you know, just listening to like, kind of like angsty, immature music. It's kind of like fun. It's like, it's like, damn.
1: No, I'll, I'll listen to so much angsty music. I only really have a playlist called Scream. <laughs> like in terms of like this breakup and in terms of like what I listened in a breakup, like, It varies. I would have wished they cheated on me or done something, but hey, (gasps) it just didn't happen that way.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, on that note, I just want to thank you so much for coming on the show today and talking with me and just being really open and willing to kind of talk about your experiences too. It's not always easy to do that. And you're just a fun, delightful person too. I really feel lucky I met you in, no, for real, in school and stuff. I feel like I'm trying to be more vocal about that. So before we go, why are you happy to be here?
1: Well, in general, like, I'm really happy to be here just because life is amazing. But in this podcast, mm-hmm. you know, you create such a nice, safe space for people. I told um. you when you we were working that, oh, my God, I just listened to your podcast. And, like, I'm actually, like, you <laughs> to it in my shower. It mm-hmm. is, like... It's just a little chit chat. It's a little chit chat, and I love it. I love the vibe you create. I love the ambiance, energy. And I told you, you're like a pro. I hope. I hope to see you. I hope to see you like advance a little more with this. Stop.
0: Thanks, Sally. That means so much to me. Seriously, and like, I don't know. I just appreciate you, and I'm just. I know. I'm happy I know you, and that you're my friend. So thank you so much for coming on the show today.
1: I'm happy to know you and be your friend as well just like have an endless blush session
0: i know just like mm, mm. well guys that's all i got for you today but thank you guys so much for tuning in i'll talk to you later bye